Cantonese Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hi, it's Rose here. This week we're talking about the accidental shooting of Helena Hutchins on a film set. The meaning of Halloween, a new NASA space mission, and I'm reviewing my latest read, the book The Kid Who Came From Space by Ross Swarford. Hello, this is Isa. This week there have been lots of headlines about the actor Alec Baldwin shooting a 42-year-old woman and injuring one of the directors with a prop gun on a movie set. Alec Baldwin was filming in New Mexico for a movie called Rust. Helena Hutchins was shot while she was working on the set as director of photography. She was flown to the hospital by helicopter, but she sadly died of her injuries. A spokesman for Mr. Baldwin said that the incident involved a misfiring of a prop gun with blanks. Police said that sheriff's deputies were sent to Bonanza Creek Ranch, which is a popular filming location, at around 1.50pm local time, after receiving an emergency call about a shooting on the set of the movie Rust. The incident is being investigated. Affidavits containing statements from Mr. Susan, the director who was hit, and one of the camera operators, Mr. Russell, have shed some more light on what happened. Mr. Baldwin was handed a prop gun and told that it was unloaded. Mr. Caesar was standing behind Miss Hutchins when they were both hit. Mr. Baldwin had been sitting in a pew in a church building setting and was practicing a cross draw. When asked about how Mr. Baldwin treated firearms on the set, Mr. Russell said that the actor was very careful. He also said that three people had been handling the firearms for scenes. They were checked by the armorer and first assistant director and then given to the actor using them. Alec Baldwin has starred in lots of TV and film roles since the 1980s. In a statement on Twitter, he said, There are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, mother and deeply admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred and I'm in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son and all who knew and loved Helena. Real firearms are often used in filming and are loaded with blanks. That means cartridges that create a flash and a bang without discharging a projectile. The responsibility for the use of guns and other weapons is with each production's property master or armory expert. They secure the weapons when they are not being used and instruct actors on their proper and safe use. There is no definitive set of regulations on the use of firearms across the film industry. Incidents such as the fatal shooting on the Rust film set are very, very rare, but they do happen. In 1993, Brandon Lee, the 28-year-old son of the late martial arts star Bruce Lee, died on the set after he was accidentally shot with a prop gun while filming a scene for the film The Crow. Calls have grown for a ban on live firearms on film sets and early in the week, the California Senator David Cortese 
said that he would push a bill banning live ammunition on movie sets in the States. Other industry professionals have said that the use of live weapons was not the problem and that if you follow the standard procedures, accidents just shouldn't happen. Hi, Miss Fiori here. I am so excited about Halloween this week. Last year, we couldn't do any trick-or-treating because of the pandemic. But this year, as things are starting to get back to normal, I'm going to be going to a Halloween party with some of my school friends, which I'm really looking forward to. I love getting dressed up for Halloween. It's always really fun to find a spooky outfit and of course we get lots of yummy treats. Did you know that trick-or-treating first began in America in the 1930s, with the first appearance of the term trick-or-treat occurring in 1932? Historically, the treat is usually some form of sweets or candy, although in some cultures, money is given instead. The trick refers to a threat to perform mischief on the homeowners or their property if no treat is given. Nowadays, however, we don't do tricks only ask for treats. The word Halloween dates to 1745 and means Saint's Evening. As 31st of October is the day before the 1st of November, which is All Saints Day, a Christian holy day. But for centuries before this, people had celebrated festivals at this time. And it's believed one of the origins of Halloween was the Celtic festival of Samhain, which comes from the Old Irish for summer's end. So, Happy Halloween, everyone! And if you go out to trick or treat, stay safe. Hello, this is Ara, and I'm here with some space news. This week, it was announced that the US Space Agency, NASA, will soon be taking an important step towards getting people back on the moon within the next 10 years. NASA announced that it was in the final stages of testing to send its uncrewed Orion spacecraft around the moon. This week, the Orion spacecraft was attached to the powerful space launch systems known as SLS rocket at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. In coming weeks, engineers will carry out numerous tests on the spacecraft and the SLS will eventually launch the Orion spacecraft. The three-week mission, which is known as Artemis 1, will test the SLS and the Orion before astronauts are allowed aboard for a future mission called Artemis 2, which will also loop around the moon in late 2023. NASA can then finally land astronauts on the moon as part of its Artemis 3 mission. NASA wants to get humans back on the moon for the first time since 1972 by 2024. And it says that moonwalkers will include first woman and first person of colour to make the journey. Hi, it's Rose here. This week, I'm reviewing the new Ross Welford book, The Kid Who Came From Space. I've read other books from Ross Welford, including Time Travelling with a Hamster and The 1,000-Year-Old Boy, and I really enjoyed them. So I was very excited to be able to order this new book. I read it in two days last weekend. The book tells the story of the disappearance of a 12-year-old girl called Tammy. Only her twin brother Ethan knows instinctively that she is still safe, but he has to keep this a secret in order to be able to find her and bring her home. Ethan and his friend Iggy are astounded when, a few days later, a short 
hairy and rather stinky alien disembarks from an invisible spacecraft. Introducing herself as Helion, the alien explains that Tammy has been abducted and taken to the planet Anthela, where she will be exhibited at the human zoo. Although Anthelans are not permitted to display any emotions, Helion feels uncomfortable about this forced imprisonment and wishes to return the girl to Earth. The boys accompany their unusual new friend on a bizarre rescue mission to the distant planet, unsure if they will ever return. This book is absolutely amazing and wonderfully packed with action. I definitely recommend this book because it is children friendly and exciting for the reader. I'd say the age appropriation is 6 plus because it is about aliens. I rate this book a 5 star. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.